Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. It's Christian Arkin. It's Megan Adelini here. A final hour of the program as we uh, reset on what was pretty big news this morning. Schefter, I think, was the first one with it. It's the first one I saw. Maybe someone else had it first. But uh, Bill O'Brien, hired, coming to New England, going to be the offensive coordinator to the surprise of really nobody. I think everyone was expecting this. It was just a matter of time. And uh, Tuesday is the day. I think we all were, like, waiting for the weekend to end. You're going to announce it maybe on Monday. No, they wait till Tuesday. And uh, O'Brien is here. I think that for the most part, the reaction has been overwhelmingly positive. I think that everyone, even if they're not super high on Bill O'Brien, at the very least recognizes the upgrade this is over what you had. And for an eight-win team, that's a lie. I mean, that could be the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. Uh, If it's, you know, as much as one win, two wins, you know, two more wins and you're in. One more win you would have been in this year. And uh, I think that's sort of what people are are holding on to. I think that there's a lot to celebrate about this for sure. I also think that there's things that you can be skeptical about. I think there's things you can kind of raise an eyebrow about with Bill O'Brien. The main one being is that from the pool that they were uh, selecting from, everybody had to have a connection to Bill Belichick. And out of all of them, Bill O'Brien was the most qualified. And I think that that's, you know, a good thing because he was in Alabama and he was a head coach in other places and he didn't flame out and embarrass himself like some of these other guys that Bill brought in to run the offense more recently. So that right there is a tremendous, uh, tremendous improvement and upgrade from what you had. Is it enough? I think that's the question we're going to be debating and asking ourselves from now until passing camp, basically. And we'll see right away, I think, uh, how things go with this group, with this quarterback and uh, offensive coordinator and what the rest of the staff's going to look like. But um, we also... uh, Really don't know, you know. We really don't know if uh, Bill O'Brien is going to be as great of a fit as everyone is sort of saying. Like that's the main thing is that it was almost it was almost too perfect, you know. It's a it just happened to be available. He just happens to be someone that Belichick trusts. He still has a connection here to New England. He has a connection to Mac Jones. Really check just about every single box that you can think of. And sometimes I just feel like those those situations can just be a little too perfect. You know, everybody starts thinking in their mind, well, you know, the offense is going to be great next year. 
I just say slow down on that a little bit, okay? Because the only time Bill O'Brien ever really had a great offense was when Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and Wes Welker and all these other guys were in their prime playing here. And other than that, I mean, you know, he hasn't always had the best players to work with, but he hasn't produced the best offenses I've ever seen either, you know? We're not talking about a guy whose services were in such high demand. You know, he, he came to New England and... I don't think he had any off uh, head coaching opportunities anywhere else, and we think this is a great fit. I think it's a good fit. We'll see if it's great. You know, I think it was a good day today, not a great day. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but that's sort of where I still am on this. Uh, you know, all these hours later. Well, the question of his success and whether he fits in here or not, you know, we won't know yet. Like you can't answer those questions yet. The, another kind of question that runs alongside of it. That's kind of interesting to me today or very interesting is how long do you think this was the plan? Mm. How long was Bill Belichick the plan to I mean, I'm sorry, Bill Belichick having the plan of Bill O'Brien coming in and taking over and rescuing this offense or just orchestrating and developing this offense? And most importantly, this quarterback, because I do think that there are people out there with the tinfoil hats on who are saying yeah, you know, Belichick all along, he wanted he wanted this to be a gap year, a bridge year, a throwaway year, and that's why he didn't even go out and try to get another offensive coordinator, why he didn't have anyone from the outside come in and interview or even interview Nick Cayley because it's not fair to him to give him this job for one year when then you're going to have Bill O'Brien coming in the following year. I think that that would be pretty conspiratorial to it would think be. that way, to think that Bill was just going to throw away a year of a rookie quarterback's contract and development, um, that would be pretty reckless. But in looking at what we saw, the way that this offensive coordinator search went, I do think it's fair to say this was the plan, and they probably had it locked up a little bit earlier than they indicated publicly, Mm -hmm. and that a lot of these other interviews were for show. Yeah. And I think you could see that a little bit through the process, seeing who they brought in, that these were people who had never been offensive play callers uh, in the NFL before. And maybe you're just curious about where some of them were coming from or the ideas that they had. And some of it is requirements that the league puts in. But they wanted Billy O, and he was the plan, at least for the last several weeks, to be here. Yeah, uh, I think probably more than that. If the conspiratorial people are right, and I don't think they are. But if they were, let's just say, you know, hypothetically, that would that they be are. the in Bill We Trust crowd. Well, okay. But if that's what you think, then you must not think very much of Bill Belichick. You must think he's really lost it. You must think the game has completely passed him by and that he's not capable of making real big decisions like this anymore. If that's really what you think happened. Why is that? If you think that Bill Belichick decided that last year, a year after going to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback, was an appropriate time to have a blow-it-up bridge year where you also just spent all this money on all these free agents and everything? Like if that, if that was the time when you thought it was a good opportunity, all for the sake of what? Hiring Bill O'Brien to be the offensive coordinator a year from now, that's a bigger priority than the development of your quarterback. I mean, like, if that's if that's true, if there's any truth to that, even a sliver of truth to that, Bill Belichick should step down. Honestly, I mean, like, if that if that was the plan, if the plan involved throwing last year away so that you could hire Bill O'Brien this year and sort of uh, all the tremendous step backwards that Mac Jones took, if that was part of some kind of plan, then... I honestly think that that is 
proof positive right there that Bill Belichick can't really be trusted with this offense or this quarterback anymore. If that's if that was a real plan, I don't think it was, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, like, if you're part of that conspiracy and you think that this is all some sort of grandmaster plan here from Bill Belichick, you're not really painting Bill Belichick in a very positive light. You're making Bill Belichick look like an idiot because that was an idiotic thing to do. Tying yourself up in a pretzel to get there. You talked about the step back that Mac Jones took. Just to illustrate the offense that Bill O'Brien is inheriting, Mike Reese had these numbers from ESPN following uh, the tweet from Adam Schefter. Uh, This is where the offense went from 2021 to 2022. Red zone efficiency in 21, they were 11th. They fell to 32nd in the league Mm. in this most recent season. Third down efficiency, they were 10th in 2021. They dropped to 27th. This most Real quick, season. before you move on from that, that's impressive for two years ago. Tenth and third Tenth. down? For, I mean, that's in the whole You're league. You're a top third, yeah. It's like you watch this team this past year, that seems impossible, doesn't it? Well, it, red zone efficiency, team. you're top third as well. Yeah. You were top third in both of those categories. Really, in all of these categories, you were top third of the league. You were in the better offensive teams in the league, which is where you say, like, they didn't have a great offense. They had a good offense. They, they, they had a much better than average offense. Anyways, first downs tied for ninth in 2021. Mm-hmm. They dropped to 28th most recently. Uh, sacks allowed, they were 8th in 2021, dropped to 19th in 22. That one's shocking, too. You know, because the offensive line didn't change that much from year to you year. You lost like, Shaq Mason. That's I mean, you lost Mason, sure. And you switched Isaiah Wynn. Yeah, but Wynn fell off. I mean, Wynn just completely lost it. You know what I mean? He was nothing. He couldn't He couldn't do it anymore. Uh, and bringing back Trent Brown, you know, but, I mean, Andrews is still there, and Wynn is still there. Uh, you still had – I know there's some other guys that had to fill in, your McDermott's and guys like that, but I don't know. To, to drop that much with that little change on the line I think is jarring. And then finally, touchdowns. You dropped from 48 touchdowns in 2021 to 31 in 2022. Mm. So that is where Bill O'Brien has to come in and pick up the pieces. And who knows when he gets started? I don't know. It's a, I'm guessing the paperwork, the ink is drying on the paperwork since it's been reported. And I'm kind of surprised we haven't gotten a statement from Foxborough yet. We're at in the five o'clock hour now, nothing out of Foxborough saying we've signed him as our coordinator. And yet they, they've confirmed, I believe that, they even tweet anything? No. Did an official Patriots tweet Isn't that kind of odd? That is odd. That is odd. We've been seeing here doing the show, so I think we haven't really absorbed that. Guys, I got a, a press release uh, for immediate release from the New England Patriots media department. The New England Patriots announced that they have signed offensive lineman Bill Murray to a futures contract. Oh, well, there you go. That's weird. I don't have anything about... Patriots.com, Patriots to reunite with Bill O'Brien as new offensive coordinator, and that's a story that they have written by Evan that? Lazar. Okay, that's their in-house reporter. But it's, that's not, not, it's not even his scoop. It says, according to Adam Schefter, it says Lazar has it right in there, according to Schefter. This is the news. The Patriots haven't confirmed this yet. That's aggregation. That's yeah. not that. That's not a statement from the team. Right, and there's nothing wrong with aggregation. I mean, everybody does that, but like the no, New I'm England Patriots. It's not like someone, it's not like yeah. Bill Belichick called Evan Lazar and was like, we're a go. Right. The Patriots are retweeting Adam Schefter, basically. <laughs> Here's the news from them. Eventually, you would think. I don't want to get down in the into the weeds with this, but it's kind of odd given the statement that they put out two weeks ago that they were so excited to put out. And mm. now it's About out Gerard there. About Mayo. 
Well, they also said that they were looking at that they were going to interview head coaches starting the following week, which they did. Yeah. I mean, not head coaches, uh, offensive coordinators. Maybe they're just waiting. They're just like putting the perfect graphic together <laughs> or something, and they're waiting until until they can drop it. They or had a s- quick I have no idea. Finger with the last one, they, they put sure out did. one that had like a headline that was totally different from the information in the paragraph. So I don't know. I think that's kind of odd. It's I almost like it's we're odd. back to business as usual. Like they were so excited to get out the Gerard Mayo thing, and uh, you know we're going to start hiring very soon. We're going to start interviewing. That now that they've done that and they've appeased the masses, that they can kind of revert back to what we know them for, which is the Machiavellian approach of keeping everything very close to the breast. Maybe close to the what? Okay. Now. <laughs> um, oh. I think that uh, that's fine, but you still put out a press release. I mean, the Patriots put out press releases before uh, that weird Gerard Mayo one. They did that all the time. Like if you're hiring an offensive coordinator and it's someone that you're proud to be hiring and that everyone seems to have a positive thought about you put something out there you know you don't just retweet adam schefter i think that's straight does it have to do with his contract with alabama is he technically still doing work that could be it's a very good question and i believe it was mike rodak talking to phil perry if i'm not mistaken he said that bill o'brien's contract is up at the end of february okay so that's probably okay so I guess can they can they release a statement that says they intend to? <laughs> I I don't know. It's kind of weird, you know. It's just they put that statement out there. That has to be it. He has to be has to be some language in his contract or something. Yeah, I would imagine. We know like something that. about that. But I mean, at this point, you know, it's right. Yeah, we do. <laughs> at this point, it's it's out there. I mean, it's out there. Everybody knows it, and uh, it's basically a done deal. So there you go. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the phone number. Uh, we have some sound here from Devin McCourty, who was where was Devin McCourty talking? So this was with Tommy Curran and Phil Perry, I believe, on Phil Perry's Next Pats podcast. Okay, so uh, we'll get to this next. Devin McCourty had some thoughts about last year's offense and uh, what Bill O'Brien can do to reinvigorate this year's offense. Also, we'll uh, revisit some old comments from Mac Jones over the the past uh, the course of the past year and see how that squares with what Bill O'Brien's going to want to be doing. We'll do all that right after Ryan Garvin gets you caught up on what's trending. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. It's Christian Arcand. It is Megan Adelini here with you until 6 o'clock. As we continue to react to the Bill O'Brien news, O'Brien hired, we think, by the Patriots. Team is not confirmed yet. Probably still got to execute some uh, parts of the contract. We'll see exactly what happens there. Um, But we wanted to explore a little bit the relationship with Mac Jones. There is an existing relationship, obviously, with the Patriots and Bill O'Brien, but also with Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien. He spoke about this at the Cotton Bowl, about how trusting a quarterback is big with him, and then he uh, credited Mac Jones for his ability to uh, help him learn the offense. For me, you know, relationships with quarterbacks are, are, are really obviously a, a, a big part of, of being um, in the position that I've been in, whether it's at Alabama or the other places I've been. I mean, there has to be a trust. And from day one, you know, when Bryce walked in the office, when I got to Alabama, you know, he had a really good knowledge of, of the offense, which is a testament to last year's coaching staff uh, and also, the you know, Mac Jones and, and his ability to mentor Bryce, uh, you know, last year. I think the most challenging thing for me was, you know, when I came in here uh, learning this offense, you know, and I had a lot of people help me, um, people that were here before, uh, guys on the coaching staff, uh, obviously Bryce, um, I've said before, Mac Jones, when he was working out for the draft, helped me a little bit, which was great. Um, so i really thankful to those people. That was the most challenging thing because I had been involved with an offense for 10 to 15 years, whatever it was, uh, this similar offense. And then, w- but when you come here, you know, you're running Alabama's offense. You're not bringing your offense in here. And it's a great offense with a great history. And it was really awesome to learn it, but it was very challenging. And My God, that is refreshing. And you know why? Because you know it's bad in real time here. Like, you know it's bad when it's bad. But sometimes you don't realize how bad it is until you see what's happening elsewhere. Yeah. And what I mean by this is looking back on these quotes, because we all start going back, okay, what was Bill O'Brien saying here? What was Bill O'Brien saying then? When is when does he overlap with Mac Jones? What's the indications of the relationship like there? Because Mac Jones is the number one thing in this offense that you have to figure out next season, the number one priority. But going back to this, the very first thing that Bill O'Brien said was between him and his quarterback, Bryce Young, the most important thing, there has to be trust. Yeah. The thing that absolutely broke down between Mac Jones and some other members of the offensive roster, some other offensive players, and the offensive coaching staff. Trust completely broke down across the board. And then what what does Bill O'Brien say? He says, it's a testament to last year's coaching staff, and the most challenging thing for me was learning this offense. So I went to the quarterback to ask him to help me learn the offense. A kid in college. I went to the other college kid who wasn't even going to be my quarterback. Yeah. He was getting ready for the draft at one of the most busiest, most important parts of his life. And I asked him, can you help me get up to speed with this offense? The humility. All of these guys have giant egos. But the humility that Bill O'Brien shows there is what makes me somewhat optimistic and incredibly optimistic compared to where I was a couple weeks ago and certainly where I was last summer when Mac Jones said something so inflammatory at training camp that apparently, according to Andrew Callahan, 
that it set Joe Judge's yeah. hair on fire. And he never got over it. This is what he said. <laughs> this is what Mac Jones said that was so upsetting that it began to break down the relationship between him and the offensive coaches, the assistants, and the coordinator, allegedly. He's seen a lot of football. I mean, obviously, he's been around football for a long time, whether that be as a head coach, special teams, you know, playing the position himself. So he has knowledge that is very beneficial to me as a quarterback. And obviously, I'm, I'm going to learn with him. That's the, the goal is to kind of, you know, teach each other and move along and uh, take what he knows and then take the experiences that I have and combine them uh, and work together as a great team. And Oh, my God. How dare he say that we're going to learn from each other? We're going to teach each other. We're going to learn together. Whatever. I'm going to learn from him. He's going to learn from me. How dare you? You're both professionals. Why would you ever say that in public? Like, I have already said that I feel that it's incredibly soft that you could be offended by those comments. That, that to me, indicates such thin skin, such incredible lack of confidence in what you're doing. But then to go back and hear Bill O'Brien talk about college kids this way, talk about himself this way, oh, I had to get up to speed. I had to, the most challenging thing was learning the offense. I'm not really aware about specifically what you're talking about. Yeah, well, we know what we're talking about there, Joe. It's just um, so, that, that yeah. to me is just, it's refreshing. I'd, I'd agree with that. I do think that there's a slight difference, and that's just that Joe Judge and Patricia, for that matter, were coming back to a team they already worked for, whereas O'Brien was going to Alabama where he didn't know anything about the Sarkeesian offense, and uh, Mac Jones had just you know played in it. So I think that's a slight difference, but not, you know, not big enough that it justifies Judge getting upset. The difference is that Judge was coming into a situation that he knew he was ill-equipped for, sure. and he couldn't say no to the situation. Because he was getting blown out of town from the Jets. I mean, from the Giants. The Giants yeah. And he comes in here and he has to take the job that is offered to him. And this is the job. And he's not equipped for it. And it makes him self-conscious. And he so still then cops an attitude, yeah. So then he's, you know, trying to drag Mac Jones's name through the mud after it already happened all season. And I know I sound like a Mac Jones apologist. Just saying, if you ask me, if you look at the numbers in Houston and say, Bill O'Brien's not going to be the savior here Whatever. Okay. Well, it's already a lot better. It's already just on his face so much better than it was just a couple weeks ago. Um, Mac Jones has not spoken on this publicly. However, Mark Daniels over at Mass Live is reporting that, according to one source close to Jones, the Patriots quarterback is quote unquote very excited about O'Brien coming to New England. I like how very is in quotes and excited isn't. It's quote very excited. How, well, I'm sure the question was, how excited are you? Very. Very. <laughs> So we, another source close to the Patriots quarterback uh, told Daniels that Jones is, quote, looking forward to working with Coach O'Brien. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Sounds like it's really uh, just overwhelming. You know, that it, it, we're talking about Mac Jones here. Mac Jones, who said that listening to music is a thing that people like to do. It's so a, It's a cool thing that people do. <laughs> it's a thing people do. So, you know, when he says that I'm looking forward to working with Coach O'Brien, that could, for him, be like the grandest compliment of all time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's him. That's him gushing. <laughs> that's know, him. I enjoy listening to music, so I'm one of those people, and um, everyone listens to different things, and... Um, yeah, I think it's just a fun thing that people do. It is a fun thing that humans like to do. I enjoy listening to music like other humans. <laughs> um, so, yeah, not really that, anything specific. No, no, no specific music, just human music made by other humans. 
Um, that's basically it. And it, listen, I mean, he's not. He'll he'll probably come out and say something at some point. But uh, right now, very excited. Looking forward to working with Coach well, O'Brien. Matt Patricia was one of the most brilliant football minds that he's ever been with. I can't even imagine the hyperbolic statements that Mac Jones will make about working with Bill O'Brien. It's a good the point, preseason. Ryan. I mean, where do you even go from there? If Matt Patricia is the most brilliant offensive football Bill mind Belichick, ever met. Nick Saban, Matt Patricia. <laughs> what I do mean, you call my O'Brien? Goodness gracious. Bill O'Brien's a god, man. He's a football <laughs> god. Like, okay. He's like... the architect of my happiness. <laughs> yeah. He's the fire that burns in my soul. Without Bill O'Brien, I there love is nothing. this man. <laughs> um, 617-779-7937 is your phone number. Let's take a call here. Chuck is in Newton. He has a comment on the uh, Patriots coaching staff. Go ahead, Chuck. Yeah, I have a question. I, I, I notice when I'm watching TV often that Cam Accord spends a lot of time talking to Belichick during the game and he's in his ear and Belichick gives him an audience of about sometimes as much as two minutes of just steady talking into his ear. And then of course the the special teams screw up, but it doesn't seem to matter to Belichick because this guy is back. And, and, and I'm wondering what the relationship is between Cam Accord and Belichick that, that he would allow this guy that much time during a game, to be to be talking to him. All right, well, Chuck, I don't know what you're talking about with him talking and them talking. He's just coming up to his ear and he's like, "What? What? Bill? 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 What? What's a what's a what's a what's a squib kick?" Hey, Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill. You know that a uh, Goofy's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know that. Like, they don't put I'm the not, camera on the sideline for two minutes, so you can't see yeah, that they're talking sure that for two minutes. Uh, and I, we also we don't know we don't know that Cam Accord is still in that spot. That's I, true. We don't know that. Somebody like that who is probably going to get reshuffled somewhere else or not have his job anymore. <laughs> like, I don't think that we're going to get announcements that that they're having a search for special teams coaches. Yeah. You know, no, that's I, probably just where Joe Judge is going to. That's up. fine. If Joe Judge gets that job back, I'd be perfectly happy with that. He was good at that. And uh, it was certainly a, the one time he's excelled as a coach in the past. I don't know how many years, uh, but that was when you felt good about him and you felt good about the job that he was doing. Cam Accord, if he was talking to Bill Belichick on the sideline, I would imagine it was because Bill's yelling at him saying, what the hell's wrong with the special teams? Why are your guys still running into the punter? Why are they still running into the kicker? Why are they allowing multiple kick returns for touchdowns in this very important game against the Buffalo Bills? What the hell, Cam? Uh, if I had to guess, I'd imagine that was probably the tone and tenor of those conversations. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure how much there is there. I do want to talk about the relationship that we can expect between Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien because okay. both of these guys are a little fiery. Yeah. So we know that it... Red ass, if you well, will. Well, there's these <laughs> old stories about Bill O'Brien had earned the nickname back in 2015 with Brian Hoyer that he was the teapot. Right. So he was the teapot because he was simmering, he was simmering, simmering, and then all of a sudden he would start screaming. Right. Get to a boil. Mac Jones, not totally unlike that. You know, you see... He's boiled over the, a few the times. The best, my, like, the the thing that I'm seeing in my mind's eye right now is when Mac Jones was walking off the field, I think it was in the first Bills game, and his eyes were just jiggering back and forth, like he was looking back and forth, back and forth, and then he just belted out <laughs> yeah. that giant F-bomb. Big F-bomb. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, it's interesting because one of the main things that both of these guys are known for 
is lighting each other up. You know what I mean? Like one of the main things Bill O'Brien is remembered for here is screaming on the sideline at Tom Brady. That's one of the main things I remember about him when he was here is that interaction with him and Brady being like, bleep you, bleep you, bleep you. Mac Jones, I know he made the Pro Bowl two years ago, but last year, what's the main thing you remember about him? The short game bleeping sucks. You suck. Bleep this, bleep that. Like yelling right in the coach's faces and telling them that they suck. Shut the You know, like that's sort of like those those are two of the main characteristics of these guys. And everyone's like, yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> like, it's going to be a perfect wedding. Oh, yeah, it couldn't be better. These guys are perfect for each other. Really? Because like the main thing they're known for is cussing each other out. Like, I just I don't know. I think that's that's I don't know if it's naive, I but it's definitely cuss, cussing others out. Well, not, they haven't gotten the opportunity. We, as far as we know, to cuss each other out, right. unless they, unless Mac Jones was pointing out the playbook and being like, <laughs> "See this effing page, you idiot. hey, <laughs> O'Brien, are you even paying attention?" Turn the effing page, O'Brien. What did I just ask you? Um, yeah, I didn't mean and them O'Brien's specifically, like, but like a coach and a quarterback and a quarterback and the coach. But yeah, and O'Brien saying, "Bleep you! I'm reading it." <laughs> Stop get get off my case, kid. How many bleeping options are in this? You run this? You run this? You I actually hate, call this on the field? I did taking five. <laughs> not listening to you. You should be begging me to come back and not declare for the draft. You're screwed. <laughs> um Devin McCourty was with Tommy Kern and Phil Perry. Nice uh, reset there. For an interview on the Patriots Talk podcast. And he thinks the Patriots fans should be excited for Bill O'Brien to come back to Foxborough. Listen, if, if this offense was coming off the best year ever, we would all be sitting here saying, you know, this is what they're going to do next year. Like, what what the Patriots did on offense last year doesn't really matter. I well, think the building block... Thank God. <laughs> okay? That's my major takeaway from all of this. Devin McCourty, what the Patriots did on offense last year doesn't matter. Good. Clean slate it. I mean, Good. yeah, a bunch of the same guys are coming back, but sorry. Continue, Devin the Patriots did on offense last year. It doesn't really matter. I think the building blocks will be there. I think you're going to have a lot of people ready to get after it and excited you know, for the season. There's going to be changes. And I think mm. with changes comes the unknown and with changes come, also comes excitement. Every year you see that. We know we just went through that after the 2020 season when we had an influx of free agents come in. There was a, a whole new kind of momentum in life and it was still unknown. Like no one knew what any how everything was gonna work out or what guys were gonna do, but it's that change, it's the, the new people coming in. And you know, I think that's what Billy O is gonna bring offensively is gonna be just a new coach coming in. It's gonna be what he does and everything and everyone will have to buy in and learn and listen. Um, and I think that's gonna create a new kind of energy in life. You should be excited to see what that looks like. So I think Devin's being very diplomatic there. Yeah, he definitely is. He's saying, you know, anytime somebody new comes in, even if it's free agents, not even a coach, it in, injects all this new life in. Uh, I mean, they had a new offensive coordinator come in last year. It didn't exactly inject life into the room. No, it really didn't. And he wasn't really <laughs> the coordinator. I mean, that's part of it, too. Like, it was sort of a – it was almost like an interim tag, and they just never found anybody out. You know what I mean? So, like, that's kind of – it's hard to build up too much excitement for something like that, especially when someone like McDaniels leaves and you replace him with two inexperienced people. You replace two inexperienced people with a guy like Bill O'Brien, and that's going to be cause for some optimism and excitement and sort of all that other stuff. Um, I like how he brought up the 2020 free agents and how that sort of brought this new sense of uh, you know excitement and, and, well, let's see what they can do with this offense and this quarterback and these guys and sort of how this all works. Do you compare... O'Brien to a free agent spending spree? I feel like those are two very different things. No, and I have no idea what O'Brien costs to get right. here, but I would, so I, you can't 
compare it financially, at least as far as we know. But impact wise, I don't think you can compare wise, it either. Yeah. It's different. It's different because it's more of a course correction right. than, hey, it's it's less of the unknown that McCourty's describing there of, wow, we've seen what these guys can do elsewhere. And it's something that that roster in 2020 was so lacking. It was just complete Swiss cheese. I think it was also probably exciting to somebody like Devin McCourty because he had never seen free agency spending like that. Sure. So it's like, okay, this is a very different way of doing things for the Patriots. He's only ever been a Patriot. So it's the first time that he sees Kraft and Belichick go out and spend that much money at one time and bring that many new people in. Yeah. I mean, so they, yeah, it's kind spent, of like, but... wow, okay. Stakes are kind of higher now. How's this all going to fit? How's this going to go? This is exciting. This to me is more like, it feels like it's probably for a lot of these guys. And I don't think Devin's going to be back in the locker room. So he's in a different place. But a lot of these guys going like, okay, last year was crazy. Let's try to get back on track. Yeah. And I think what he's really sort of getting at is the most exciting thing about this for the Patriots is that you can forget last year. He says that that right in the beginning. This is the, this is the best part of what's happening right now is that you can just write last year off and act like it didn't happen. Well, obviously not act like it didn't happen, but point to it like a fluke. Like that was a fluky thing that only happened because, you know, we had these coaches that weren't very good. And I don't know if that's necessarily true, but you can at least start thinking that way. If you're a fan, Uh, Joe's in the car. He has a thought on Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien and their upcoming relationship. Go ahead, Joe. What's up, guys? What's up? You know, we better watch what we wish for with O'Brien coming in here because our boy Mac Jones, he's not a guy. He, he's a guy that thinks he knows more than the coaches. And, for, and O'Brien's a kind of a no-nonsense kind of guy. You know, we keep saying O'Brien's going to fix things. He's going to be make the better offense, blah, 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 blah. Well, O'Brien doesn't catch the ball, and he doesn't throw the ball. True. This team, this team needs a wide out. At number one wide out, this team, as far as Matt Jones, this is the year. If this guy doesn't prove himself, I mean, enough of these free passes. Matt Jones, he better show up this year because if not, he's out of here. All right, thanks so, for the call, Joe. That. I appreciate it. And if I... Matt Jones doesn't show up this year, he better say hello to my trunk. <laughs> Forget about Matt Jones. Forget about Jones. it, hey. Come bum. on. We've had the one person in New England that is not happy that Bill O'Brien's coming here. Um, but I Temper also your expectations. I've heard things like you know he's not the only one that said things like that. If if O'Brien comes here and Mac Jones still doesn't have a great year, well that proves Mac Jones is the wrong guy for the job. Does it or does it prove that giving a guy three coordinators in three years maybe isn't the best recipe for success? Even if the third one's pretty good, you know, like that that I think has more to do with it. Um, I want to take this call here because Tomas. With, is that it? Tomas? Is that how he wants to be called? Because there's no H there. I just Thomas, I just messed up. Oh, it's oh, Thomas. What okay. The, what are you doing over here? I was hoping we were talking to some like okay. southern French guy. Anyway, Thomas is in Alabama, <laughs> and he wants to talk about Bill O'Brien. Thomas, are you an Alabama football fan? A season ticket holder. Okay. And I live about 40 miles from campus, and I wanted to listen to you guys today to get the perspective of Billy O coming back. Well, okay, you've heard our perspective, Thomas. I want to hear the perspective of an Alabama fan who has seen Bill O'Brien walk out the door because I think I know what you're going to say, but let me hear it. Okay, so I'm going to give you my perspective. Is it, it, Well, the perspective is people are happy. Right. But I, I, I think, you know, listen, I think Alabama fans are a lot like a lot of fans of a lot of teams, very spoiled, 
very uh, unaccepting of anything less than what was the greatest before. So that's that's the dynamic you're dealing with. Is you, you watched uh, Steve Sarkeesian and Lane Kiffin's offense, and the offense appeared to regress this year. I don't really buy that. I think uh, it was more of a personnel issue. We lost some great players over the last two years, mm-hmm. and it caught up. So people are relieved, but I do. I, I'm not sure relieved is the right word. I think people just want to see change, and I think the fact that there's a lot of hope that Alabama's going to go get Jeff Levy at Oklahoma, who's known for explosive offenses and, and all that. Me personally, I appreciated the guy. He recruited very hard. Uh, he was very loyal. There was an interview with him down in Alabama today about how much he loved his time there. He loves those players. Uh, after the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve, uh, the team, you know, flew back home late. He stayed on the field and signed autographs and took pictures. That's for true. Hour. I saw that. Thomas, thanks for the call. We're up against the break. I got to say I'm disappointed in Thomas. You I was expecting was a much more hysterical... A angry like southerner and he was just Although, very level-headed and well-spoken Thomas, and that bummed me out you want to call in and say <laughs> sugar bowl sugar bowl uh it's yeah sure bowl. um yeah that was uh that was i mean listen he made some good points and i think he made his points very well but i'm just disappointed he wasn't a hysterical was very Paul feinbaum caller that's what i was looking for. i think patriots fans are ready for change when i saw a call from alabama all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back and wrap it next here on sports radio weei selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medela the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's be honest with each other. This place has no respect in the league, just so you guys are all aware of that. This organization is 96 and 126, 30 games below 500. Turn your TV on. Nobody talks about the Houston Texans because no one thinks we're going to win. And the disrespect that they show our quarterbacks, I'm tired of that too. Because both those kids can play. They just need a chance and one of them's going to get it. All right, enough is enough. Every player that's out there, all 90 players are players that I wanted for the 2015 season. When you guys show up to practice tomorrow, they better be ready to go. That's your new offensive coordinator there, Bill O'Brien from Hard Knocks back in 2014 when his quarterbacks were Ryan Fitzpatrick, Case Keenum, Ryan Mallett, and Tom Savage. He wanted all of them. <laughs> These guys said, can effing play. Bring them all in. Let's all make quarterbacks out of all these. <laughs> Fitzpatrick played most of the games that year. Keenum played a couple. Mallett played a couple. That was before Tom Savage really had his breakout. You remember that was that one year where Savage was kind of good? He was savage. Yeah, he was, he was all right. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, – and that's one thing people keep saying. You point out, well, in Houston it's not like Bill O'Brien had some great offenses. And then you point out the quarterbacks, and that's a good counterpoint, I would say. I mean, there's a lot of lousy quarterbacks there, Brock Osweiler and all those guys I just mentioned. And it took a couple of years before they got to Watson, and Watson was hurt for two of those years too. So, you know, I don't I don't necessarily blame that on him. Uh, the Alabama gentleman who just called us told us that the offense got a little worse with O'Brien in Alabama. He was a southern gentleman. Um, and I just, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a, it's a step up for sure. It's a step up. From uh, from what you had, there's no question about that. The only thing that's going to remain sort of a question to me is, was this the best uh, man for the job or the best friend of Bill for the job? And I think that's a question that's still worth asking. I do. Um, there's other guys getting interviews right now. I just saw Jim Bob Cooters getting interviewed in uh, Tampa Bay right now for their offensive coordinator position. And I mostly said that just to say Jim Bob Cooter. Um, let's go to the phones and talk to Russ, who is in Connecticut. Go ahead, Russ. Hello, hello, how are you? Good, Russ, what's up? We're up against it, so what do you got? No, no, I understand. Mego, I liked your opening from the beginning of the show with regard to the relationship between O'Brien and Mac, okay? I'm confident that that relationship, and because of the respect between the two, is going to be fine, and Mac will be fine this year. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, Great, thanks, thanks for Russ. the call, Rush. Nice deep baritone. Yeah, yeah, it's like an opera singer. Um, I think that there's respect between the two, but how do we do? We know how deep that respect is. I suppose O'Brien, if he didn't respect Mac Jones, really didn't like Mac Jones, he wouldn't have taken the job, right? Like, there's got to be at least some kind of something there. And for Mac, I mean, he hasn't said anything publicly yet, but his, you know, people close to him says he's very excited to work with O'Brien. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that how that works. I mean. You know, Bill O'Brien's had problems with players in the past before. It's not like he's been best friends with everybody. Ask DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, Mac Jones has had problems with coaches in the past before, too. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, with that being said, what's the time for, Ryan Garvin? It is time for the almost end of the show, which is sponsored by Cars for Kids. No more stressing over your old vehicle. Stop it. Donate it today and get it picked up tomorrow. It's the easiest service out there. Donate online at carsforkids.org. Of course, that is Cars with a K. Now, I've heard a lot of people regard the divisional weekend in the NFL as one of their all-time favorite sports weekends of the year. And we saw a lot of good games. 
We saw a lot of bad games. Had a lot of fun moments. We didn't get to all of them yesterday. Got a couple more I want to share with you guys. And I want to start, of course, with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I'm a big fan of rants, yelling, all that stuff. And I'm a big fan of when Michael Irvin yells and rants. Now, this is before the game, of course, because the Cowboys lost. They weren't able to move on in the playoffs. Michael Irvin had to give a pep talk to his guys. His guys wearing the uh, the silver and blue. And it sounded something like this. Let me say something to him, Boy, you always took care of your business. Hold on. Well, you went to so, well, you did it. I'm just telling you, I ain't talking oh. to you today. But He's I'm talking just to a picture you know, of himself. I the need way. these dudes to do what you did. Do what you did. You are a bad boy. Then you just react. Okay, Rick, go over. T- talk to me, Rick. Choose your own pep talk. Put them up on the board, everybody. Okay, Put them up okay. On the board. I, I wanted to you talk to, talk to yourself. First. Choose who now, you want to get pep talk to. <laughs> Go First of it. all, if I, if, I do, if I do this, if I start this thing off right, I will have to start right with the man of the hour here because I'm going to have to start right here, Michael Parsons. Listen, man, this thing was you and Joey Bosa going down the wire for MVP on the defense. Right now, you got a one-on-one battle with they call he, – he the man right now. He's the man. As they used to tell me, when you go into this game, you make sure that you are the baddest defender on that field. You make sure that he cannot outplay you. If he hit your quarterback once, you hit his quarterback twice. That's what you do, Dak. Come on, Dak. All this noise all year, after the kind of season you have put up, you put the number one offense on the field, but you're also number one in interceptions, buddy. We got away with it all year long. You can't have it here, buddy. We need the good Dak playing and that bad Dak, that Clark Kent Dak. You leave him on the bench sitting down. But I need Superman in that game. Don't listen to Kurt tell you don't try to do too much. You do too much. That's what you do. You do too much like you did against the GOAT. Now, CD, let's stop playing around, CD. CD Lamb, of course. I had to walk on that field with Jerry Rice on that field. <laughs> yeah, you got Debo Samuel, but you also wear the number 88. What does that mean? That means you got to go and take care of your business. You got to be better than Debo, be better than anybody. Don't you let them Zeke be more physical than you. You lay it down. You lay them out. And Tony Pollard, you hit him with that lightning right down the sideline, baby. Right down the sideline for two touchdowns. And we're going to get out of there with a big and then, of course, I think the Cowboys went on and scored about 12 points. Didn't 12 go points. So well. Tony Pollard broke his leg and <laughs> CeeDee Lamb didn't do much. Dak was Clark Kent. <laughs> didn't quite go. I was like, yeah, you got to be Superman. <laughs> you do too much. It's like, what kind of, what am I supposed to do with that kind of information? Yeah. Well, it wasn't just the good moments from Michael Irvin on their pregame. Fox has a pregame also. And I've heard some people say seven might be too many people to have on a pregame no. show that's roughly 30 minutes. You know, Is that, that- why they got rid of Gronk? Funny you mentioned Gronk, who uh, I think picked Philadelphia to win by five points. I don't know exactly how that would break out. But, yes, Rob Gronkowski was back as a Fox analyst, and he uh, might not be asked back after this breakdown of the Philadelphia Eagles. Offensive coordinator Shane Spikeman. And for his receivers to read the adjustments when they do blitz so he can get the ball out of his hand and protect him. Yes, man. And the Eagles are going to fly. Their offense is the real deal, led by head coach Nick Sirianni and offensive coordinator Shane Spikeman. They're putting Jalen Hurts in a great system for him to thrive, the RPO system for Jalen Hurts to bring the best football out that he possibly can play. And then you got the weapons on the field, led by the Batmans, led by A.J. Brown, who is known as Swole Batman. And then you got (laughs) all pro... 
Jason Kels on the defensive on, on the offensive line, you know, leading the way, uh, keeping them as a, as a tight rope unit, and uh, busting holes open tight for Miles rope. Sanders, who's a fellow Woody High alumni. So shout out to Miles Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. English is allegedly his first language. So did they kick him off after that? He got a name wrong. He got uh, he, he got, got the, he all the Eagles, everything wrong. All the Eagles coaching staff. Yeah. He didn't he get the, one of them right. Nick Sirianni, uh -huh. Shane uh, Steich. Now I, I I can't even remember his that name. That one now. Steich, he got Steichman and Jason wrong. Kelsey. Who again? It's not some kid. He's been in the league for a long time. Oh, Jason Kels. His Jason Kels, of course. The Batman's. Did he There's, say Kels? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and I, offensive coordinator Shane Spikeman. They're putting Jalen Hurts in a great system for him to thrive, the RPO system for Jalen Hurts to bring the best football out that he possibly can play. And then you got the weapons on the field led by the Batmans, led by A.J. Brown, who is known as Swole Batman. And then you got <laughs> all pro Jason Kels. Jason Kels. Love That's Jason Kels. And there you have it. We have reached the end of the show where we are always followed by Rich Keefe starting at 6 o'clock. All right. Rich Keefe show coming your way in about five minutes. I'm going to be off until Monday when the new show starts. So, uh, Mego, you're on your own. Yep. I think you'll be fine. Um, I'm going to be uh, talking to you a week from uh, this coming Monday. And uh, for the rest of the show, it'll be you, Fitzy, and Hart, I believe, uh, coming through Friday. Is that correct? Yep. Excellent. We're going to have some fun shows, but we will miss you. Unlike these shows, which have no, been these no are fun work. at all. These are a lot of uh, work. The, so much work. Anyways, uh, that's all for us. Rich Keefe is next. For Megan Adelini, I'm Christian Arcan. We'll talk to you later. Bye. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.